Hey guys, welcome back to the Wellness and Chill podcast. I'm your host, Michaela. And if you listened to last week's episode, you know I probably wasn't really feeling great. Um, but you know, all of the COVID tests were coming back negative. Well, plot twist, I did get a positive COVID test the day after recording last week's episode, which is why I did not have an episode come out last week. And it worked out kind of well because it ended up being Memorial Day anyway. So a lot of people were, you know, doing their own thing, taking a break. So it kind of, you know, the timing worked out there. But yeah, as soon as I was done recording last week's episode, my voice was completely 100% gone. And I didn't think there was any chance that it was COVID, honestly. Um, But soon after, you know, getting that test, it started to go downhill for me. But I'm feeling literally 100% better now. Thank God. So Um, But in other news, I actually started therapy yesterday with a new therapist and I've gone to like so many different therapists throughout my life. Um, If you've listened to some of my past episodes, especially the one on anxiety, you would have known that, Um, you know, I have seen multiple therapists uh, throughout the years since I was young and this is honestly the first one that I've instantly sort of connected with and felt um, like it just clicked the first time and a lot of times you know it can take a few sort of sessions in order for you to feel comfortable and open up to a therapist but this therapist in particular I just felt you know really connected to and everything just kind of flowed so I'm super excited to sort of make this a weekly thing I think I finally found my person Um, you know I'm a huge advocate for therapy but it is difficult sometimes to find the right therapist and I always say like the first therapist you go to like you're not tied down and stuck with them you know if you go to one or two sessions and you just don't feel safe you don't feel comfortable go and find another one and a lot of the times like that therapist would want you to do the same they want you to get the help and feel better you know they don't want you to feel uncomfortable so if you're not if they're not the right therapist for you they are always you know more than happy for you to go somewhere else so it's you never have to feel bad about you know switching or just saying like hey this isn't working you know even asking them for recommendations of any other therapists that they may know that may be a good fit and you know I think that's totally okay and I know a lot of people can you know feel a little weird doing that but it's totally okay and totally normal. And starting therapy was actually one of my June goals and I can't believe that it's actually already June. Um, I feel like the older I get the faster time is going which is honestly really scary. I mean I feel like when I was younger and like in my elementary school years like time was just in slow motion and now it just seems like the months are flying by like in a week's time frame, which is really crazy. And I actually, I don't know if I read this or if I saw a video on it, but I actually heard that, you know, when this happens because when you're younger, you're like experiencing all of these new things, you are learning new things. There's so many like transitions and, you know, there's obviously life transitions as you get older and, you know, marriage, having kids, you know, watching your kids grow up, new jobs and everything like that. But I feel like when you are younger, it's just a different story because like everything is so new to you and you are going through a lot more 
huge like life transitions and because I know for me like time was just so slow back then and everything just seems so right and I swear like the older I'm getting each year just goes faster and faster and I've heard from other people that literally like each decade that they've grown older that the time just goes faster which you know that's like so scary to me um and you would think that it would be the other way around because I know like for me you know like when you're having fun time seems to go so fast and the moments are so quick to go away Um, And when you're like bored and have nothing to do, it's like the time just slows down. But I don't know something about it. I don't know if there's a lot of scientific fact behind any of that, but I heard that somewhere. So I thought I would share it, but I found that interesting. But another goal, I think, for June, I always like to like sit down at the beginning of each month and just sort of create some realistic goals for myself, but also making them a little bit challenging for me just so I ensure myself that I'm, you know, striving for something and growing. And for June, I'm really focused on creating a schedule with therapy, working on that, healing some anxieties I'm having, some stressors, Um, And also focusing on my overall physical health as well. For me, I have definitely been neglecting my diet. I've been going a little bit off the rails, not going to lie, since I stopped my Whole30 diet. And for me, my gut is so sensitive that what I consume really does make a noticeable difference for me. And I think my big barrier right now is honestly coffee. I'm really trying to cut back on coffee with the goal of maybe even completely removing it from my diet because it's weird. Me and coffee have a very love-hate relationship. It doesn't make me feel good at all after drinking coffee, but I continuously do it and self-sabotage myself every single time. And I'm not sure why that is, probably because it is addicting, the caffeine in it. But I'm very sensitive to caffeine. And honestly, I think my body just digests caffeine a lot slower than a lot of other people, which sort of increases my risk for its negative side effects. So a few hours after drinking coffee, like I will tend to get really jittery. I'll get shaky, sort of a little lightheaded even. And it it doesn't do me good. It doesn't do me good, but I keep going back to it. And that is something I'm really trying to take out of my diet and switch over to matcha because I love matcha, number one, but two, it doesn't give me the same negative consequences that coffee does because the caffeine release is a lot just more stable instead of like that quick shot of caffeine that coffee gives you that results in like, you know, a crash a few hours later. So that is a huge barrier of mine that I'm currently working on. And also in June, I have a few fun things coming up. I'm going to be going to see my parents and my dogs this month. Also reconnecting with some friends that I have back where my parents live. So I am excited for June overall and excited to see, you know, where it takes me. But I do want to get into the episode. I 
did hold a poll on the Wellness and Chill podcast Instagram page. So if you're not following that, please make sure you are so you could participate in any questions or polls that I might have on there in the future. And you guys voted that you wanted an episode on being an empath in a heavy world. And I was a little nervous. I was a little unsure about this topic idea just because I know that the world is really, really divided and everything sort of turns political, which I hate because I feel like most of the times they are human issues and don't need to be political issues, but they always turn that way. Um, And I know people have really strong opinions on things and everything like that. So I do just want to give a disclaimer, like these are all just my opinions. I also do want to give a quick trigger warning just because I may be referring to certain current events that, you know, might be triggering for some people. And I'm sure, you know, you've heard a lot about this stuff on the news already. And if you need to protect your peace, like I totally get it if you don't want to listen to this episode. Welcome to the Wellness and Chill podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Schultz, certified nutrition coach specializing in helping women gain muscle, take care of their gut health, and gain confidence along the way. Each episode, I'll be discussing wellness topics ranging from nutrition, fitness, mental health, and how we can all work to get closer to our authentic selves. I might even bring on a few special guests along the way. Thanks for taking the time to listen today, and I can't wait to get into the episode. I just feel this heaviness within me lately, and I think that comes with being a very empathetic person, and I know everyone has some level of empathy within them, Um, but for me, I do consider myself an empath because I am a very sensitive person, and I'm able to take on the feelings and emotions of many people very easily. Um, So for example, like if someone's vibe is off in the room, like I can take that on, like I sense that without even that person saying anything, I'm able to just feel really deeply, which I think is a huge blessing and a huge curse at the same time. Um, I think that the positives of being an empath obviously are, you know, being able to feel what other people are feeling, which allows you to really connect with them on a deeper level. Um, It also helps you, you know, sort of take other people's feelings or emotions into consideration when communicating with them and just being aware of, you know, how other people are feeling. I think that is a really great trait to have. But at the same time, you know, in America today, you know, life is difficult. Life is hard. There are a lot of horrible, you know, current events happening. And I feel those like, when the news last week or might have been two weeks ago now um, of the shootings, which I can't even wrap my head around. I can't even begin to comprehend that this stuff is even happening. But when that happened for like a few days after that, honestly, like I felt so depressed inside. I felt so angry. I felt numb almost. And it was hard for me to just go on and continue life as usual. Like, it's hard for me to focus at work. It was hard for me to, you know, find joy in the little things that I always try to do. And 
it's it's a lot. It's a lot for somebody to, you know, see the news and just take on all of this weight. And, you know, I think there are a lot of people out there now that are becoming almost desensitized to this sort of stuff like on the news Um, because not only are we you know going through a pandemic still we are you know dealing with racial injustices and the debate on gun laws and these shootings and conflict in other countries and everything else it's a lot it's a lot to take in Um, and you know whenever I see this kind of thing I just get so upset and people oh yeah that's what I was saying people I think sometimes do get desensitized and will just see the news and think like oh look another shooting just because it happens so often which is so sad within itself that we can even start to look at the news and just dismiss it in that way because like this is actually happening like people are dying and Whenever this sort of stuff happens, I can't physically just go on with life as usual. I know there are people out there who, you know, will see this on the news and then just continue to eating their Chick-fil-A sandwich and doing their work per usual, which I mean, that's great that they can do that. And I think it's hard because that's kind of what we're expected to do. You know, we've been going through this pandemic for years and we are expected to just go on with life as usual. And I mean, now it's been years, you know, we've adapted pretty well. But in the beginning with the quarantine and everything, like that was something that we never thought we would have to experience in our lifetime. And no one really knew how to act. But people were just felt the pressure to, you know, start a business or keep going or, you know, all of this stuff. And I'm like, we are going through it now. Like, it's okay to take a step back and, you know, spend time with yourself and not feel the pressure to just keep going. Like, this is real life and it's scary. I also want to add in here that this episode, I don't have the answers. Like, I'm going through this too. So later on in this episode, I'm going to actually be turning to Google for maybe some tips and seeing if there's any advice on the internet So we can sort of learn as a collective because, like I said, I don't know the answers. I personally really struggle with this. And, you know, whenever sort of these breaking news stories come out, I feel the need and the responsibility almost to change the world. And, you know, as a 20-something-year-old girl, I am stuck in feeling like I want to change the world, but I don't know how. Like, what can I do in a small town in Pennsylvania to help the people, you know, who are experiencing these god-awful things across the country? And that also takes a huge toll on me, I think, because I feel as though I need to be doing something and making active change or actively trying because I feel like that's what life is. Like, we're supposed to be, you know, standing up for each other, helping people out and, you know, screw work, screw all these things. Like this is the whole picture, like life. Like we just are supposed to protect each other and live this human experience and nobody deserves to, you know, have their lives ruined because of the um, irrational acts of other people. Or, you know what I mean? I think it's a lot of pressure on, I put on myself too. And I feel like I want to help and I just don't know in what way I can do that. 
And I think that it is great. You know, there are people out there who are making active change, people who are trying to change policy and stuff like that. And I absolutely commend them for that because that is absolutely amazing. But yeah, at this point, I think you know how I'm feeling and I'm sure you can probably relate if you're still listening to this episode that you probably feel a similar way to me as far as all of this stuff goes. So I am going to turn to Google, my good friend Google, for some answers and advice. And we're going to pray that, you know, we don't just get a wiki how of some stupid advice because Google isn't always <laughs> the best with this stuff. So let's cross our fingers that they actually give us some good advice that we can all follow. Okay, so I found this website that is not WikiHow, um, and the first tip as being an empath and sort of a highly sensitive person while still protecting your energy is what this article is about. And it says, one is to identify your triggers and energy drainers and then set boundaries. So I definitely agree with this, but I also believe that this can be hard. I know for me, um, you know, my triggers are definitely watching the news um, consistently, keeping up with all of this stuff, also being on social media and just following all of this, which is difficult because for me, when like the news of these things break out, like I watch almost every YouTube video, I feel like I'm constantly looking for the news um, for updates and stuff like that. Because I do want to stay in the know and I do want to be, you know, informed and know what's going on. But at the same time, that can set me and I'm sure many people into a spiral of just feeling a little bit like helpless and not knowing what to do and just feeling depressed. Um, Definitely have been there. So I think it is important to sometimes know when to turn that stuff off and to set boundaries um, to avoid your triggers at some cost not completely um, for me because I know I do want to stay informed however I probably don't have to watch every single YouTube video of the victims telling their stories or loved ones and it's a lot it's very heavy stuff so I think I can still sort of set a boundary in a way that I'm still informed and I'm still periodically checking in but I'm not becoming obsessed and checking every five minutes for any new updates or videos or anything like that so I think it you know you can still set boundaries while still being in the know of, you know, the things that are going on in the world, but still sort of protecting your peace the best that you can um, in that way. So the second tip that they offer is to try positive affirmations. (laughs) I think that positive affirmations definitely have their time and place. For me personally, in this sort of situation, I know a lot throughout this recording, I'm sort of referring to some of the most recent events, such as the school shootings and stuff like that, because I think that's sort of what's at the forefront of everyone's brain at the moment. Um, So if I'm sort of, it sounds like I'm referring to that, I am. Um, So like during times like this, I think positive affirmations definitely have their time and place. But in a time like this, I think it is difficult to just kind of look in the mirror and be like, oh, everything's okay when you know, like, people are dying. Like, it's it's real heavy stuff. And 
sometimes positive affirmations just aren't enough to cut it. <laughs> so I think in, you know, your everyday life, positive affirmations are great to help with certain things. But during times like this, I think that I might struggle with that, to be honest. Um, another tip is to take care of your physical self, such as eating well and getting in some movement, spending time in nature. Uh, I think that this is great. And I think that it can be difficult because I know for me, you know, when my brain and my emotional self is in sort of shambles, it's easy for me to also neglect my physical self um, because, you know, your mental state is all over and it's so easy to just turn to all the comfort foods and, you know, foods that aren't really serving your nutrition well um, and also just sort of like sitting around and being depressed. Um, it's super easy to do, but I personally know that eating well, feeling my body good, getting in movement really does help me with my mental health and especially getting into nature. Um, I think that nature can be so healing and it's also really good at sort of setting a new perspective on life um, when you go outside and just looking up at the sky and the trees and feeling the grass. It's sort of lets you take a step back and take a moment for yourself to just take a few deep breaths and realize that, you know, in your brain, life seems so complicated and serious. But when you're outside, you realize like you are just this one person on this huge earth and life isn't so serious. Um, again, this is referring to everyday life, not when, you know, we are sort of dealing with these traumatic events that are going on in the world um, because that is obviously serious but just sort of taking time to maybe do some meditation or some breath work especially out in nature can be so healing and turning on your parasympathetic nervous system to just relax your physical body can be super helpful and in sort of just calming down your mental state the best that you can during these times and that actually takes us in it looks like the next tip tip here is to pray, meditate, etc. You know, whatever sort of you resonate the most with, whether you're religious or spiritual. You know, I definitely do turn to prayer a lot in times like this. And just, it makes me feel a little bit better. It's like as though I'm sort of speaking things out into existence and releasing my issues and putting them into the hands of a greater power. I personally find a lot of comfort in that. Um, I also do enjoy meditating and sort of just calming down my physical body because I tend to get a lot of physical anxiety as well as mental anxiety. So meditation really does help me with that. And my mom actually introduced me to something called Yoga Nidra, and I highly recommend it. It is honestly the most relaxing and soothing practice of you know yoga or meditation that I have ever tried um, I highly recommend looking at some guided YouTube videos of it and basically you literally just lay there completely still you don't move at all throughout it and it sort of directs you to focus on different parts of your body and feeling those parts of your body without physically moving or touching them and you honestly have to just try it in order to feel it um I have never felt so like so soothed and heavy after a meditation in like the best way possible and you know to the point where I'm nearly falling asleep so I definitely recommend you trying that especially if you deal with like a lot of physical tension in your body when it comes to anxiety 
Um, the last tip that it has here is to talk it out with those you feel safe and comfortable around. So I definitely do agree with this because I think, you know, my version of talking it out a lot of times is this podcast. I find it so therapeutic to just speak my feelings and get a good release out of it. Honestly, after every episode, I feel a lot calmer and just lighter and, you know, ready to tackle my day. Uh, A lot of people probably wouldn't want to, you know, speak their feelings on certain subjects and put it all over the internet. But for me, it works. (laughs) But, you know, if you have people around you that, you know, share similar views to you when it comes to certain things, it can be really good to just both talk it out. And if you don't have anyone that, you know, you feel comfortable talking to about these things. Therapy is a great option if it's accessible to you. Also, writing it down, journaling, even doing like voice memos in your phone of your thoughts and feelings. There's so many different outlets that you can try and see what works for you, but it's always a great release just to get it all out. And you know, when all else fails, there's nothing wrong with, you know, taking an hour or two in your bed and literally just like crying it out. Like there have been so many times that I just, you know, crawl under my covers and have a good cry and there's nothing like the feeling after you've been, you know, crying for quite some time. It's just a good release and you feel so exhausted, honestly, after a good cry that you just feel a lot calmer and, you know, sometimes there's nothing like the feeling of a good cry, so... But, you know, I I hope you guys at least felt as though you were able to relate to some of what I was saying. You know, that's why I do these podcast episodes, especially because, you know, you are not alone and the world is a heavy place. I'm not going to lie. I really hope that, you know, it takes a turn for the better. I say almost in, I feel like every episode that I do love our generation because I feel as though we are really moving towards change and focusing on, you know, bettering the planet, bettering our laws and policies and everything like that, which I think is absolutely amazing. And I'm just praying that, you know, these positive changes do come sooner rather than later, because I know how easy it is to feel helpless sometimes when it's week after week after week that you just continue, continuously see these bad horror stories on online or on the news and, I have faith that, you know, things are going to get better with time and we can only do what we can do for ourselves in order to sort of cope uh, with these things. So I hope that, you know, maybe these tips helped a little bit and helped you feel a little less alone. But if you guys are enjoying this podcast, please, if you can go ahead and leave a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, it would truly mean the world. And I can't wait to talk to you guys soon.